For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. BSB Emergency episode. Uh-huh. Gregory, when we came on this podcast weeks ago and I said anything is possible, I meant it. The... Yeah, didn't mean no. You, you didn't mean this, motherfucker. No, I don't know what to tell you there. <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, but I'm going to pretend like I did because I'm an insider, as you know. But uh-huh. the New York Rangers have let go, mutually parted ways, fired, kicked out fired. of the building. Uh, JD and Gorton after, which is in totally not related to, by the way, the Tom Wilson hit I'm or sure statement. Uh huh. So. I don't even know where to go from here. I've talked about this nonstop for the last three hours, pretty much. I have a lot of theories. I'm on the fence of whether this is good or bad. I don't know if it's, it's either. A part, part of me agrees with James Dolan, which, I again, feels like a crime to say that out loud. Part of me feels like he might have done partially the right thing here, and he's almost, quote-unquote, breaking trends, as crazy as it sounds. I know I sound like a crazy person, but... There's a lot to process, and this could be the key to the next 10 years for the New York Rangers, uh, a, a, an, an actual turning point. And yet, and for all of you, this will be my last thing on this tirade, for all you David Quinn haters, he's still here. <laughs> for now. For now. Uh, yeah. I will say. Um, boy. Boy. Uh, did it, one, didn't see it coming. No. How to, could you? To say, it's the, to say it's the most surprising outcome possible is an understatement. Uh, two, I look smart as all hell when I said, if you think that the head coach is rotten, then so is Gorton. And yeah, so you yes, got to get rid of them if you're going to get rid of Quinn. Yeah, well, um, guess what? It's the other way around. Uh, well, for now. Mm-hmm. I, this is here's, here's where I start, because the initial reporting from Elliot Friedman was that this is somehow, some way connected to the statement the Rangers released Tuesday about Tom Wilson, which was James Dolan driven, which shouldn't be a surprise to people. Um, definitely wasn't a surprise to us to learn that it was Dolan driven. I think both of us just assumed it was Dolan driven to a certain this extent. Is, this is something important we have to say on the podcast. So if you listen to this show, you you know we know some things about the Rangers and we, we follow the team. Also Mets and horse racing, gambling, etc. Uh, and in this case, any statement that comes in, in the official form of a letterhead from the New York Rangers goes through and is vetted and proved by James Dolan. And sometimes directly from him. Absolutely. And that's but, exactly but what just, happened with not, this one. Not just that. If it was from Gorton or Davidson, the Rangers historically have put their names on it. Like at, at the bottom, they would say they would give the dash Jeff Gorton or dash John Davidson. Yeah. Or they would say John Davidson and then quote the statement from there if you don't see those quotes or those names it's it's dolan signed and i i i just assumed it oh was my dolan god signed. pierre's calling the game oh my god uh, i i don't know if I, can <laughs> I should probably i should probably put it on in the background just in case no it's okay um uh, wow yeah i uh so the statement itself was shocking but it it wasn't like drop everything you're doing shocking um I thought it was the, a really powerful message. 
really, really, yeah, really no, powerful. Okay, but all right. What I what got me down this track here is that um, uh, the the initial report from Elliot Friedman was that Davidson and Gorton seemed to make quick work to go around NHL circles to tell people that this statement wasn't from them. And quite honestly, if you're doing that and flying in the face of something that your team owner thought was important to send out as a team stance, a team statement, I I think it's a little dramatic to make it a fireable offense. But at the same time, I don't think you can blame Dolan for being upset, angry, pissed off that his team president and team general manager made a point to say, this wasn't us. This was our perceived owner that is at times unhinged. Like, I, I get it. That To me, seeing that, hearing that, it, I, I think that, I think Dolan's within his rights to say, I kind of feel right, this, well, I mean, if you're not going to be in line with the organization, then leave the organization. Don't want to be this guy right now. We're bootlicking super hard here, but I kind of feel the same way where it's like, hey, you guys want to be part of the good old hockey boy club? You want to go golfing this summer with all the other GMs where you can all talk about how you're not going to offer sheet each other? Well... If you guess what, <laughs> get get out. I feel like they pretty much he told one of them, whether it be JD, whether it be Gorton, that hey, listen, we're getting rid of you. And the other person was like, well, if you get rid of me, which I'm assuming if uh, I, I think it was this way, I think if he said if hey, if you get rid of Gorton, I'm leaving too. And then because I don't I don't know why, but I feel like JD is the guy that says I'm also going. Very honorable of him. And then he was like, yeah, I guess so. Get the hell out of here. That was it. I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I can't make that connection because, again, Davidson didn't bring Gorton in. If anything, right. you would think Davidson would feel some freedom to be able to bring in his own guy. Um, the only thing along, if you want to go along that line of thinking, maybe Dolan said, I want to get rid of Gorton and make Drury the GM, and Davidson may have pushed back saying, I'd prefer to do a national search and find a guy that fits my vision. And Dolan would have said something along the lines of Drury's the vision I want this team to take, I want him to be the guy. And then Davidson could have said something like, well, then there's no point in me being here and he could leave. I got, I, you could, you could talk me into that being the fallout, but I, I really don't buy the Wilson statement and fallout from that statement, not playing a significant factor. Oh, I think the Wilson statement was the, almost the entirety of it. Maybe I think, I think it was too, because there there are, the more I talk to people, and I understand that James Dolan operates under his own realm of existence. The, the, the typical rules don't apply to James Dolan as they do other owners. But with that said, there is no difference between firing Gorton and JD today than there is doing it Sunday or Monday when the season is done. None. The Rangers don't get a competitive edge. The Rangers already knew that if they were making this move and this mood had been determined for weeks, then Drury already knew that he was going to be the guy. There was nothing, nothing gained by making this move 96 hours earlier than when the season ended. There, there just isn't. But this is, has Dolan gonna, written all over it. All right, over no, no, no. Right, with, like the one reason you could come up with, which, is, which, which says, well, here's why the Rangers did this move. It's because it's James Dolan. And again, Dolan operates on his own calendar. Dolan doesn't wait. Dolan, when he makes a decision, that's the decision. He, he like any other organization, they make this decision and it, they stew on it. They just wait. There's a way to go about it. The Rangers and Dolan specifically. No, no, we're just fucking, we're announcing it. Done. This is it. 
the, the move's over. Get it over with. Get it out there. Get these guys out of my building. That That's James Dolan's M.O. Um, I, the, I, I, the, if, Dol, if this is all about Tom Wilson, I can understand it. I'm not saying I 100% agree with it, but I, I can understand it and I can see why Dolan would make the move. The, the thing that scares me the most about this move, and I think the thing that should concern all Ranger fans, is the insistence from management that they are most upset they didn't make the playoffs this year. That, that to me, giant red flag. That's how I knew we were, this was a lie. <laughs> like, the, Gregory, the team we've watched, I think you and I would consider this, and we've said, a pretty much a successful season. Almost. A, a, you, the only argument university. you can make, yeah, the, the, you have a better chance of making an argument that the New York Rangers have overachieved this year than that they've underperformed. Oh, yeah, and it's not even close. It's not even close. The, if you want to go out there and say, well, Lafreniere and Kako haven't taken the steps forward that they need to, I can make the counter-argument that it should have been the power play. We can do that all day. It's not what we're here to do. But right. everything else that this team has done has been positive. And if it was a win-now situation, well, guess what? David Quinn was playing win-now hockey all year. The kids weren't playing in these top leverage roles. These stars were. The veterans were. These, this team was built to win-now. And if that was the case, well, I don't know how you want to accelerate this. Did you expect the Rangers to go out in the deadline and make a move to make a push towards the playoffs? Is that what James Dolan was asking for? I don't know. I'm very curious to see how Chris Drury, who is now the acting president and GM, seems like a well, permanent. You, you, by, by the way, yeah, you can take acting out of that. He is the. You don't. That's not an interim tag. You. He is the president and general manager of the New York Rangers. It is his show henceforth. Wow. And you and I have talked a lot about Chris Drury in the past, especially in this show, where he's been recruited to Florida. He was almost the GM of Florida. He's been he was rec- recruited to Pittsburgh this year. Yeah, he's been recruited to, I, I know the Wild wanted to talk to him and a, a couple other teams, and he's always kind of stayed in the background. And we said, and I think this was only two months ago, which feels like ages ago, Gregory, that this is a man that is going to be possibly waiting a long time in the wings here as assistant general manager for Jeff Gordon. I know he does pulls a lot of strings, but he's going to be waiting a long time. Well, now it's his show. And I don't think he's a yes man. I don't think he's a Dolan mouthpiece, but we're certainly going to find out how Chris Drury's first couple moves as New York, at, during what is, I would consider one of the most important summers ever as a New York Ranger, uh, as your New York Rangers franchise, where you're going to have your opportunity to sign Adam Fox. You're going to have, have opportunities to make insane trades in the expansion draft, in the actual draft. And with other players like Jack Eichel, there's a lot of maneuvering that Drury is going to do here. And I'm very curious to see how it plays out. We have a lot to talk about and discuss with him. Well, I, I think some of this is on us and we, we haven't talked about it a lot because I don't think it came to mind very much. I don't know if Dolan, if Drury is a signed, sealed, delivered Dolan guy, but Drury is a signed, sealed, delivered Sather guy. Sather signed him. Sather gave him the captaincy. Sather hired him to be in, a, uh, be in his front office towards the end of his tenure. Sather, who still plays a very large role with James Dolan, uh, I, I think Sather has signed, sealed, delivered Drury, which to Dolan means that nobody else could give a higher recommendation for Chris Drury's qualifications. Does does this mean that Chris Drury is exactly like Len Sather? We we really have no idea. He's never been given that kind of responsibility. Do we think? Um, do we think it's necessarily a bad thing that he's now in charge? Again, we 
we will know when we start seeing what kind of footprint Chris Drury wants to put on this team. What we do know is when the New York Rangers made Chris Drury the GM of the Hartford Wolfpack, the Hartford Wolfpack didn't start playing better until John Davidson was brought in. Yep. Whatever Chris Drury thought he was doing with Hartford did not help. The only thing that helped was Davidson's top-to-bottom mission that we read a lot about. When Chris Knobloch came into Hartford and you saw the last two years in Hartford have been a transformation from what everything was before John Davidson came to this organization. Uh, Absolutely. So and there has been a lot to go around here, especially with, with Drury, because like, like we said just minutes ago, teams really wanted him. But we didn't know when we've discussed him, we never really knew why, other than he's a former player, what makes him this great, brilliant hockey mind. And we're going to find out very quickly. Yeah, and and he's been given a lot of responsibility on uh, national levels. And I believe. GM. Yeah, he was. He, I believe, he was Team USA's international general manager for a little bit as he was working with the Rangers. So the Rangers aren't the only organization that thinks very highly of Chris Drury, as we've said. Plenty of teams wanted him, and every time Chris Drury said no, um, we're going to find out. I, I, I don't boy, even know where to find out. I don't even know where to go from here because Jay. Uh, I don't think JD leaves his wonderful job in Columbus to come take his lifelong dream. There is an opening line brawl, by the way, uh, for Rangers in Washington. They are just beating the shit out of each other. We were recording this during the opening of the game. So oh, was it the, was it the fourth line that started? I'm assuming. Yeah, it looks like. Oh, it. D. Giuseppe Rooney. Yeah. and Blackwell. Yeah, just going for it. Oh anyway, God. yeah, we got a lot to talk about. So it seems like Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon obviously is Wilson came, even on the ice. I don't know. I don't see him out there right now. How stupid. What a stupid sport we follow. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's going to the box. All the Rangers. Uh, just, God, it's not even a good fight. Either. It was. It was just, actually pretty poor. <laughs> yeah, cool. uh, I, I don't mind the move, but pretty poor. Anyway, great podcasting. So, uh, Gordon, uh, not Gordon. JD comes in from Columbus. Pretty much says, "I want to leave my job." You know, he's living like a king out there. He's got. He's the president. Does everything going on. He's had everything go well for him in St. Louis. He's had. Things go well from at CBJ. Then he gets the dream job he has, he wants in New York. Suddenly gets here. And then from there, he's only here from 2019. So pretty much he gets one year shortened. And then he gets a pandemic year. And then he's out. That The Rangers are the best, Gregory, at burning bridges by far. The Shattenkirk, the Hank, the everything. And especially this, it's a bad optics move. But I have to tell you. If I'm James Dolan and I'm sitting there and my $100 million investment and Artemi Panarin is getting absolutely pummeled, pummeled by Mr. Wilson on the other squad and my general manager and president are calling me crazy for wanting to protect him, dude, I totally get why he'd let him go. I really do. Yeah, it, it, that part of the move to me is understandable. I think it's an overreaction, but it, it, it's not out of the realm of it, – it's not an insane move. It, it, you're not – the owner wants this statement and you're actively working against your owner. Like that flies in the face of everything that's supposed to happen, not just in sports, but any business. If my boss wanted to do something and I like it happened. And then I told everyone I worked with and everyone else in news media that this did, this was not something I wanted to do. And it goes against everything I ever wanted to do in a newscast. Guess who gets fired the next day? Not, not the guy who made the decision. The guy who's bad-mouthing the decision made by the powers that be. Yep. Um, as for what this means moving forward for the New York Rangers, listen, we know this offseason is going to be nuts. 
we knew it was going to be nuts uh, before anything happened in the last 54 hours. Never in a million years did I think part of the reason it would be nuts was because Davidson and Gorton wouldn't be with the, the odds of Davidson and Gorton before today leaving this organization. And now we're fighting Tom Wilson. Yes. Yeah, Smith uh, is fighting him. Yes. Wonderful. Just yeah. what a, He's, what a time to be alive. They're both punching each other in the face. <laughs> um, oh, and the Mets gave up a three run home and everything's good. for Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a time to be alive for me. I'm having so much fun. Uh, Anyway, um, I, I will say this. Uh, before, at, at noon today, I would have said the odds of David Quinn being the Rangers head coach on opening night 2021 were 99.7%. It is now 7.15 p.m. I think the odds are around 3%. Uh, noon today, I would have said the odds of Jack Eichel being a New York Ranger were probably in the neighborhood of 10% for opening night. I'd say it's at about 77% now um, because, listen, if if the tenor is that this was supposed to be a playoff team, the New York Rangers are – the last thing the Rangers are going to do this offseason is stand pat. So get fucking ready for big swings at big-name players for the Rangers this year. I, I – I, the odds, if Eichel gets traded, I, it's guaranteed to be to the Rangers now. They will make I it I don't happen. see any scenario in which – I honestly don't see a scenario in which Eichel – I see more scenarios in which Eichel is a Ranger as opposed to not a Ranger now um, come 2021-2022. Yeah, I, th- this team's going to look drastically different. There's no way this team is going to make small moves this offseason if the message from James Dolan is he's pissed off that his team didn't make the playoffs this year. I do want to disagree with you on one point because I agree with you on almost everything you said there, Greg. I think you nailed it right in the head. I, I I do believe that Quinn could be on this team for the entire next year. I really do. Him and Drury are apparently very tight. All reports say that uh, Drury really likes Quinn. There seems to be no problem with Quinn otherwise. So maybe the Quinn percentage should go up a bit. But other than that, I think that's that's about all we got. I think everything else you nailed in the head. And the Rangers will overpay. I promise you. They will oh, overpay yeah. for Jack Eichel. They will. It's going to happen. You're, they're, you're well, gonna... that's that's the thing. Like, they're going to be prepared to overpay, but we're still working with the Buffalo Sabers. So yes. I'm yes. I'm not going to go as far to say that it's guaranteed. The Rangers, whatever the price is for Jack Eichel, the Rangers are going to meet it. Yeah. Um, do will. I do I have the confidence that the Buffalo Sabers are a smart enough organization to get as much for Jack Eichel as they should? No, I still don't think, and I have no reason to think. Chris Drury is going to allow himself to get beat in, in a deal. In his, in Chris Drury's, imagine this, though. Chris Drury's first act is acting GM and president. He's not going to want to get embarrassed. That's not going to want – he has to make this first move. His, oh, part I don't of his know. Ryan, I, I'm, I'm going to push back on that one. Sure. Brody Van Wagenen's first big move as Mets okay, general manager wasn't exactly a good one. Um, New York GMs like making the splash. Good point. I don't think they care about what it costs to make the splash. The point is they want to make the splash. So I does, I'm does. i sure he actively doesn't want to get embarrassed, but the important thing James Dolan's going to give a shit about is winning the back pages for that day. He, does, he, he In that regard, Dolan is like the Wilpons in terms of he wants the back pages. He wants to be the story. He wants to be the center of attention. Uh, unlike the Wilpons, he's willing to spend money 
in order to be the back pages. Yes. But yeah, I, I'll push back on thinking that Chris Drury is for sure not going to quote unquote get embarrassed. Chris Drury is going to get the big name ticket in the deal, but he might give up, you know, a lot in order to get that big name. I still ticket. don't. And I like, want to get this out there right now. So, cause I know a lot of people ask this today. Do you think Lafreniere, Kako, Fox move at all? No, the answer is no. No, I, I, I don't. I, but again, I like the, the element, the one element that doesn't tr- change in this equation is I have no reason to believe the Buffalo Sabres are a smart enough organization to get what it should cost to get Jack Eichel. Um, And listen, Drury, former, I believe, team captain of the Sabres as well. He's got a lot of history there. So it could be a good faith negotiation between both organizations, blah, blah, blah. You name it, it is. Let me throw you one theory at you. I've kind of been thinking about this. All right. Tom Thibodeau comes in. To the New York Knicks. Everything uh-huh. changes. They hire, what's a Rose? What's his name? That's the president. Uh, Leon Rose. Leon Rose. Leon yes. Rose. Yep. Everything changes. Do you think that had an effect on James Dolan, James Dolan's mind when it came to the Rangers where, hey, the Knicks, when I brought in the right people, what he believes is the right people, because he's brought in the wrong people a lot of the time, has made a huge change and they've made him successful in the NBA. Do you think he's thinking the exact same thing with the Rangers? Uh, no, I, I, I don't because I think it's a very different set of circumstances between the two teams. I think it's as simple as I think Glenn Sather looks at a team that has Artemi Panarin, Mika Zibanejad, the number one overall pick, the number two overall pick, an incredibly good goalie, four great defensemen, and a team that's playing exceptional hockey at different points in the season and is telling James Dolan, yeah, it's a little weird that this team hasn't made the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden James Dolan starts asking a question to Davidson and Gorton goes, yeah, why aren't we making the playoffs? And can we do these three things different? And all it takes is them to go, uh, no. Yeah. I like the path we're on. And Dolan could just be like, no, I want to make the playoffs. I don't think, I don't think the Rangers, I think there was a way for both Davidson and Gorton to stay with this team, despite not making the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure Dolan asked them like, Hey man, what's our timetable here? We making the playoffs next year. And I'm sure Davidson and Gorton probably said something along the lines of, yeah, maybe not. We'd like to, but it's no guarantee. And Dolan said, well, fuck that. No, yeah, I'm, we're starting I, now. I, I want to make, <laughs> make the fucking playoffs. Yeah, I'm paying the he, – he probably was like, all right, let me get this straight. I can't get a superstar in the NBA. I finally got Julius Randle to play very well for the first time in maybe like – maybe one of the, the best Knicks seasons of all time. And yet I have Artemi Panarin, who is a top three player in the NHL, and we cannot make the playoffs with the number one and number two overall pick on ELC. What are we doing wrong? And he's got a point. <laughs> he's got a point. They, but the, what, he's, what he's neglecting to see in this situation is that the Rangers play in the Mass Mutual East Hell Division and that everyone else around him is, is quite good. And while also that, they're still developing and young on, on a lot well, of situations. That- that's kind of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be angry that the Rangers didn't make the playoffs this year. I, again, we, we thought this is about as good of a scenario that could have happened for the Rangers. But I also kind of agree with Dolan. If, like, you can't tell me the Rangers aren't going to be a playoff team next year. I just, the, going into the season not thinking this team could make the playoffs – we know that they have to make. Oh Jesus Christ! Stop with the fucking fighting! <laughs> like, uh, what? What else do we want? Oh, they put Potato in the lineup. Of course he's yeah. fighting. That should make perfect sense. Yeah. I didn't realize he was in the lineup tonight. You, you thought Potato um, wasn't going to fight here? 
Well, I didn't realize he was in the lineup. <laughs> I thought he was. I, if I knew he was in the lineup, I would have said, "Yeah, no, a matter of time." This is a chance. Um, this is a chance. But it's all punch helmets. Very fun. I, I, I do love how the NHL was like, we're going to cut down on fighting and uh, gooning and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, you know what? We're not going to punish Tom Wilson at all. We're going to encourage everyone to beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> cool. Thanks, the Fantastic. NHL. Awesome. Yeah, I, uh, yeah again, I'm, I'm not going to be here to agree with Dolan, but the two points that I would agree with Dolan on is, one, if my team president and general manager didn't have my back when I released a statement that basically said, fuck George Peros, uh, there are so many people in the Washington Capitals. Strom's going at it um, now. Jesus Christ! What's the is record? Is there going to be anyone left to play hockey? What's the record? <laughs> um, holy shit! There's a lot to talk about here. I can't. We had to record this during the game because we were going to record. Uh, if, if you're not, if you're listening to this now, we're going to do a Q and A on Patreon. That's going to be up there tonight uh, about this entire situation. I, I want to kind of put this to an end in a close uh, here, Gregory, on this uh, emergency edition of. Uh, mainstream because we were going to post this on on the main feed but we felt like we had to uh what's the what's your overall feeling at, uh, on gorton and and jd leaving because i have to tell you i'm kind of neutral i think it could be end up being a positive despite it happening despite dolan being usually a negative and his decisions being usually a negative i think we've heard around that I, I wasn't really ever in love with gorton i thought he had a lot of wins he did a great job building this team i thought he had a lot of losses I, I've never really been on record with saying this stuff with JD. I think he had, I, I think I've gotten a little critical of him, especially the way he talked about Schneider, especially the way he's talked about players, but he's an absolute gentleman and a teddy bear, uh, a great me, uh, conversationalist and a person who will put you at ease very, or, or may, put all your fears at ease very quickly. But I have to tell you, I'm not, this could be, I'm not devastated. I'm not sad. I'm not. This isn't someone like this isn't like if Balakek got Lego or something. You know what I mean? It's different. It's uh, I, I think there's a chance that the Rangers could be making actually the right decision, and we won't know for a couple of years here. Yeah, I uh, I think as crazy as it sounds, I think Gorton is the bigger loss than Davidson because I just I don't know what Davidson was beyond a figurehead who was here to represent the organization in ways that. Um, we wouldn't be able to see fully on the ice. Like, do I think John Davidson, besides implementing the or emphasizing on the need to have a top-to-bottom NHL system like he had in Columbus between the AHL, the NHL, and just cohesion that definitely wasn't there under Sather. I can't really point to anything else and be like, oh, yeah, that that's John Davidson. But... John Davidson just seems like the perfect goodwill ambassador yeah, he's... for the New York Rangers. And if anything, to me, the best thing John Davidson was, was that buffer between the Rangers and Dolan that we both thought, like, for all the bad Glenn Sather did as the man in charge of the New York Rangers, we were very confident that Glenn Sather was at least doing what Glenn Sather wanted to do. And he... He was a trusted enough figure to James Dolan where it didn't feel like Dolan had to do all these different things. Mm-hmm. So I I think I think there was some naivete on my part thinking that Davidson was going to be that guy because it's it's just very clear that Glenn Sather is still just that guy. Um and you know, credit where credit is due. Glenn Sather was here when the Rangers started the rebuild. So it, it's not like it's not like Davidson is in charge of the rebuild. Davidson came in 
a year plus after the letter. Right. This is Davidson's fingerprints are hardly over this team. They really aren't. No, like if Davidson came in specifically to get Artemi Panarin, well, mission accomplished. I don't know what else he had. (laughs) What else he had to do? Great Uh, job. Thank you, thank you for that, and you your service is now excused. Um, yeah, I, I guess I I'm not upset that Gorton and Davidson are gone necessarily, but I will say that there is some anxiety with Chris Drury being in charge, just because it's an unknown. We don't really know what it means. Yeah. We, we don't know what it's going to result in. We know at least now that the New York Rangers are going to be buyers this off season, which means oh yeah. Just about up. anything. Buckle yeah, up. It, it, <laughs> but like, were the Rangers going to be buyers with or without Davidson and Gorton? I think to a certain extent, but yeah. now it's just going to be full tilt. Well, everything which... we heard and everything we said is off the table now. I mean, it could be even more so a, a different thing, but that's the thing. Like, wasn't Chris Drury in on all these plans? Wasn't well, he like that's at what, the table? Like, there's going to be some continuity. He's not 100% removed from what the old regime wanted to do, but I, I think, I think it's clear whether we like it or not that James Dolan's going to have a more active voice in what the New York Rangers are going to do. And if you want a positive with that, it's, you know, Dude, James Dolan money. doesn't like losing. Doesn't he's, like he, he's not, he's not interested in it. He I is know James the Knicks Dolan, have been bad for a very it. long time. Yeah. He likes to the win. Knicks, yeah. The, the Knicks have been bad for a very long time, but it wasn't because they weren't, trying to win they just picked the they wrong were going decision. about it wrong <laughs> every time yeah. which is part of the problem but like i think to us to an extent the reason we dislike dolan is because it seems like he's always making the aggressively wrong move but why it almost overshadows the fact that at least he's being aggressive like i can't i, I could criticize it's- james dolan for so many things but i can never criticize him for not wanting to win. I think that's very clear. I know. And don't call us bootlickers. Like, I liked JD a lot. We, yeah, don't call us bootlickers. You go back. Guys, we have podcasts from last July where we were openly accusing James Dolan of possibly being racist. <laughs> like, you, you, we're, not, we're not licking boots. Yeah. We're just telling it like it is. Yeah, that's we it. We are on record just... on, with certain things that we can't take back. Yeah, it's all and out there on the I'll internet. I'll tell you, it's why Rangers PR doesn't like us. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. They have some nice reasons. They're like, wait, we're supposed to like the guys that are accusing our boss. It's kind of funny though because human being. They have PR have been listening to this episode and they've been nodding their head like, nice. This is good. Yeah, yeah, nice. (laughs) Wait, what is Greg doing? Greg, Greg, this fucking guy, Greg Kaplan, this this idiot. I love that they have our faces Uh. up. All right, well, we'll be back early next week. We might have a special guest in uh in the Click King himself. We'll figure it out. He might be joining us, so we'll see. Oh, uh, yeah. well, on, on Monday? No. I thought we were talking about the week after. Yeah, he is, uh, he's, he's busy that night. So I asked him if uh, Monday was that deal, but we'll see. It's, it's up in the air. We'll play it by ear. Interesting. We'll play it by ear. Interesting. Uh, we have things to talk about. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, if you want to join our Q&A, go to patreon.com uh, slash Woosh Breakaway. We'll be, if you missed it, the Q&A will be posted there afterwards. We'll be talking to a lot of fans tonight about the reaction and going through a lot of the in-depth details of this topic over and over and over and over and over again. We we'll love you guys. Follow me on Twitter at Elroy Mead. Follow Greg at Woosh Break. Bye-bye.